1: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Talk Sport Fan
2: Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is... You win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via other participating restaurants, eighteen plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items delivery fee and time supply see McDonald's
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Forever Bristol City podcast. Were City up to cup, as they used to say in the olden days? Sadly not. The final score at Ashton Gate, it finished Bristol City nil, full and one. We certainly got our money's worth. Uh, We're out of the cup. Joining me, uh, Ian and Mark, uh, another defeat at home. Uh, You first, Ian. Uh, I thought it was a decent performance, and that's a general view coming out of uh, the various social media platforms. What do you think? He's too excited. He's too excited. Mark, you you take it. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you there, Mark. Far away. Yeah,
1: um, a thoroughly entertaining two hours of football from teams teams who just want the keeper on the pitch and go at each other to, to you know to, to win a to win a game. Both teams made changes, but it was Bristol City that dominate dominated possession and just couldn't find the killer instincts. Uh, you know, a great performance that just lacked the quality at the end, but showed that Bristol City can mix it with the best teams in the, in the division. They can pass and move. They've got great shape. They just need to make more of their chances.
0: This plays yeah. well for the
1: rest of the season.
0: No, I thought that. Ian, are you, uh, are you with us now? Can you hear us properly? Obviously not. Well, I'm going to give it uh, Well, I thought. I thought it was an entertaining uh, afternoon, to be perfectly honest. Uh, And I like the look of the side when it uh, lined up. Uh, I wouldn't call it a weakened side. You know, what is a strong Bristol City side? But, uh, Mark, um, maxing goal, a back three of Callas, Atkinson and Pring. That's got a bit of everything, hasn't it? You know, it's got the determination of Callas, Atkinson. It's got the height and Pring. It's got the physicality. What did you think of that back three that... um, Came yeah, in there.
1: certainly mobile. Uh, you know, rest, rest in Viner, chance to look at Atkinson after you know his some of his in and out performances recently, and come back from what we think is 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 COVID. Picking the two youngsters in midfield again in Scott and Ben Arous, and the return of Hanno and Masengo, and a chance to see uh, Naki Wells and Chris Martin uh, perform again. I think the only the only downside was that Alex Scott had to play wide right which isn't his best position, as you can probably see, but he did contribute to a a good game.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, I think Ian's back in now. Uh, I don't know whether he's... uh, Are you able to speak to us now, Ian? Hello, Ian. Hear me. Yeah, got you now. Good. You're back in the room. isn't it? Okay. Yeah, I just started saying to uh, Mark, um, you know, the, 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 the performance overall, as we usually do, just a quick summary, not the detail, but just a quick summary of the performance overall today.
2: I think uh, Pearson spun the tombola in terms of the uh, formation, but it was more or less the same in the attacking sense. Uh, I thought it was a decent performance, but we lacked the cutting edge to finish it. We had some great chances, could have put the game to bed in the first half when we had 66% possession, certainly could have done it in the second Um O'Dowda missed a sitter. Conway missed two really good chances. So I was I was pleased overall with the performance. But Fulham brought on a hundred million pounds worth of substitutes, and in the end, that was the slight difference that won them the game. Uh, I mean, yeah. in fairness, Max O'Leary made two worldies and a couple of good saves. So. It, you know, it, it, I mean, Mitrovic, once again, we we need a plan next week to stop Mitrovic and Wilson. And and that yeah. needs to be a real good plan. And I know there'll be a few changes from that team. Um, I was very, one thing I will say, I was very surprised at two goalkeepers on the bench. Well, we'll
0: come on to that. We'll come on to that in a yeah. second because, you know, right. we had. Nine substitutes in total. Uh, we filled the bench. Yeah. Um, noticeable by their absence, Backinson and Simpson. You'd have expected one of those to be on. Why name two goalkeepers uh, in that game? I'll ask you first, uh, Ian, and then I'll put the same question to Mark. That was a strange one, wasn't it, Ian? Well,
2: it was. If you, it, it was. If you if you look at it, you, you've got um, of players that missed out today. We had eight. So two two injured, they're obviously going to miss out. But Simpson, Simpson, James, Taylor, Cundy, Williams, and Backinson mm-hmm. all, all missed out. So I don't know why you wouldn't you wouldn't put them on the bench. And also, I think sl- slightly surprising, but it, it could be either Pearson sending a message, or um, the fact that we can't shift those players out that we brought on and we're looking for an excuse because obviously Wells to Silva um, and Palmer are now all cut tied. Not that, I don't think that's going to make a tremendous amount of difference to uh, any club that's looking at them, but um, it's not going to help
0: shift them. No, it, um, Mark, what did you, what did, what did you think of, uh, was, was Pearson, as Ian put it, sending out a message with, uh, you know, Two goalkeepers on the bench when you know Fulham put their experienced players uh, on late on. We could we had Matty James. Yes, we brought on uh, Andy Vyman uh, very late on. But uh, naming two goalkeepers, that's almost as bad as you know, not even filling the bench. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I think the only the only player you know who could have been on the bench is is back I think he wanted a rest. Wanted a rest, Matty James. That's all you can say because um, I think he'll be back in in the team in the team next week. So really, I, I just don't know. Um, you know, he just filled filled the bench as you know, filled filled the bench with players. But Backinson Backinson's not ill, as far as I know. He certainly uh, he certainly hasn't got an injury. So I don't I don't understand why he was on why he was on the be- uh, why he wasn't on the bench and and, and Palmer was there. He thought, thought Palmer had been banished, but he came. He, you know, he he came on show showed a few flashes, a little bit casual at times. Um, but yeah. I'm surprised backing someone on the bench.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first half, as Ian said a moment ago, City were more than a match for their, uh, for their, well, I'll call it premiership-ish squad. Well, not premiership-ish, it's a premiership squad when you got them there. I mean, uh, Ian, uh, Bobby Reid and uh, Joe Bryan uh, playing. um how we could do with players like them here? And Do you think it was a bit harsh that they were being booed by certain sections of the crowd every time they touched the ball? I thought that was a bit churlish, to be honest.
2: I'd I, I go stronger than that. I thought it was disgraceful. Both players left the club. They cost us nothing to buy. They brought in about 15 million quid worth of money, without which we'd be an even, even uh, bigger doo-doo than we are now, and we're in a big enough amount. Uh, so yeah, I, I I don't accept that at all. I can understand some players um, getting uh, getting booed if they leave the club in the wrong way. Um, you know, your Nicky Maynards, your Farmares, Yizus, and all the rest of it. But um, no, not those, not those two lads. What was the other part of the question? Uh,
0: I think that was it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I I, no. Come on.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I think, um, you know, they played their their part in uh, in the game, uh, but you know, of the two, Mark, I thought Bobby certainly in the first for the first hour of the game, he he, he had the greater uh, presence about him. I think I wish we I think we could do with a player like him now. Although he's not very physical, he looks like he's shrunk rather than grown since he's been there, doesn't he? Mark. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's, he's always pretty mobile. He was playing, he was playing on, on, on he was playing as a wide player today. I mean, I think he he certainly missed a chance to, uh, you know, to put the ball on a plate and, and try to beat Max O'Leary from his near post halfway through the first half. So he was lively, um, didn't really do a lot because you know we we contained we contained Fulham quite well. They did make eight changes from the team that played. Played, I think, Sheffield United on the twentieth because they've had games postponed over over Christmas. But um, yeah, I mean, we I thought we matched them really well. We turned over possession a, a ridiculous number of times in uh, in the second half uh, and dominated possession against you know Bristol. If you told, said to me before the start of the game, Mark, Bristol City are going to dominate possession against Fulham, you'd be laughing. Laugh that, wouldn't you? I mean, that that sounds crazy, but we did. We dominated possession in that game. It's crazy, really.
0: But yeah. You know. Yeah, Cookie, uh, Red Robbo and Loud Lisa have picked us up on a uh, factual inaccuracy about Tyreek Backington being on the naughty step. Apparently Gregor said that he's got COVID. So, oh, you he's know, got again, COVID. I didn't realize he was ill. That's us trying to, uh, to, to, to to make more of it.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, soon, Tyreek, if you're listening. Which is not probably, <laughs> but if you do, we're... hear the recording.
0: Yeah, which yeah. will be up tomorrow morning because I'm going out for a okay. little bite to eat straight after this. There we go. Um,
2: Ian. I sincerely hope he's he's been jabbed because 5% down there aren't. And it's dangerous if you aren't. So uh, I sincerely hope he's been been jabbed. And in any event, I wish him well.
0: Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, Ian, we had a first division ref today, Jonathan Moss. Uh, I thought he had a good game. He let a few robust challenges go in. He was better than the... Awful officials that we've seen for the last couple of weeks. I don't think he really favoured the Premiership, uh, well, former Premiership side. Like some people say, referees do. Do you think he had a decent game, the ref today?
2: I, I think he had a, what I call a seven out of ten game. He didn't make any borderline eight, really. He didn't make any howlers, did he? He didn't award any penalties that weren't. Uh, I think the only really bad referee we've had recently was the guy against QPR, who was yeah. Andy Davis. Was it absolutely dreadful? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but no, I, th- I think, if anything, over the last five years, I think the standard of refereeing has improved greatly. Uh, but, you know, obviously you still get the odd guy, who, like the odd footballers, as an absolute stinker. And mm. um, I suppose players do it and referees do it. But Andy Davis certainly had. And, but in fairness, there were three big decisions in the game and he got one wrong. But I think it was game change in the Scott penalty. Uh, but... Even then, he was a very poor referee. So, um, mm. one point I'd make on Fulham, we are competing against them well and we had 66% possession in the first half, which is unheard of. But the, if you look at the five players they brought on, uh, those players will start against us at Craven College. Uh, college. I know. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say you can have my house if we dominate possession up there, but I'd be very, very surprised if we do. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I had a rogue Fulham fan sat behind, admittedly, I think it was with a couple of City fans, and he was saying they've kept their big guns on and his triple substitution, he expected it to be uh, Mitrovic, uh, Cabano and uh, and um, Carney, because he said Carney is their best player, as it was Mitrovic, Cabano and the other ginger-haired read uh, came on. Mark, when you bring players on like that from the bench, they're potentially game-changing, aren't they? Just by reputation as much as anything else. And when he added Carney and Wilson to that as well, I mean, that's five players that would walk into any side in the top half, well, any side in this division, full stop. And probably not, and probably three or four sides in the Prem now. Would you agree with that? And they're big yeah, guns, yeah. aren't they? Yeah,
1: Tom Kearney's yeah. a very cultured player that they got... Um... Uh, You know they got a good deal from Blackburn for him, but he's had terrible injuries um, throughout that that have have curtailed his career. Uh, I think he scored a winner. He scored a winner, I think, against Villa in the uh, in the playoffs a few seasons ago. But very good player. Um, Carvalho, Muniz, Carvalho. I think Atkinson kept him quiet, but he had a much harder job against Mitrovic. But you'd expect that, and he. Made a big difference in extra time with that shot that Pring ended off the line. Absolutely incredible, a goal line stop that was. But yeah, yeah I mean the, the 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 quality told because in the second half we were we were penned in our half and our legs had got have gone a bit. But for our part, I think playing on the break next week was suit us, especially with what Semenu can offer. Maybe behind the front two. You saw the value of that when he played mm-hmm. Conway through, and I think you've got to give the goalkeeper credit. Because I think he just feathered the ball away from away from Conway, um, forcing it forcing him wide. But I was going to uh... say that was one of the
0: that was one, of, that, was one of, that was one of the chances. And then mm. uh, Ian um, again, I want to go through each individual player's uh, performance in a second. But Callum really should have done better with another well worked move. It was in the 80th minute, and he blazed it over the bar. Yeah, I mean that was um, yeah. that was one of several good chances. I mean, that's the story of City's season. Well, not only this, but season's gone by. But uh, what about the goal? Their goalie, and when it came, I mean, a cross, cross come shot, was it? You know, it seemed it seemed a bit, bit, bit weak compared to some of the chances that had been missed. What did you think of the goal?
2: I thought uh, it, they made the clever runs across the front of Max O'Leary as the cross came in. The problem was... If you let Wilson cut inside on his left foot when he's on the right, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. And we were. We didn't get out and close him down quick enough. It was a short corner. Uh he's put the ball in, he's put it in quite low and quite quickly, and he's crawled into bottom corner with Max O'Leary unsighted. Um mm. so you can you can say we should have done better, dealt better with the cross. I thought our crossing and our finishing was poor today. Calamo Dowda. As I've often said, is a scorer of the occasional great goal. He will never, ever be a great goal scorer. So forget it. Um, you know what you get with him. I thought he we did well winning some a lot of balls in the air that we didn't take great advantage of today when they were kicking the diagonal to him and he was flicking it on because our players wait for the for the flick and then run for it because they're frightened of getting stuck in front of the ball. Mm. So. Um, We just had a comment on here. Alex Scott running the game at times. Yeah, no, I wouldn't go that far. I'm sorry. Um,
0: Well, he did move into the middle. He did move into the middle. He did move into the middle uh, later on. I mean, you just mentioned uh, Benaroos. You know, I thought he was That's probably the better game that he's played. He he was winning fouls, Mark, wasn't he, Benaroos? And then he had one that I think the referee thought, you've caught my eye with a few that were fifty fifty and there was one that was a blatant one in the second half. Um, you know, but Benaroos looked a better player than we've seen in his appearances so far. Would you agree with that, Mark? Yeah, he
1: looks he looked much better on, much better on the ball and he and he, he he was confident and he was turning the ball over as was Alex Scott, as was Cameron Pring and Anno and Masengo in in their half. And you know, looking looking to go forward, I thought you know sometimes we, we we overpassed. It might have been idea to take perhaps take an early shot just to test their goalkeeper because we didn't really do that today. Most he made comfortable saves. Is uh, you know is his near post or or the ball flew over the bar or flew flew wide. He was quite mm. a dominating presence, but he wasn't really tested. Um, so. That, that was the shame, really, because I don't think we'll get a better chance to beat Fulham at home because we've got a fantastic record against them away. The last five visits to Craven Cottage we won, including a League Cup game. But O'Dowd had just got to keep his head down. The ball's played back from from uh, <laughs> by, by Martin. Players are facing their own goal. He just needs to keep his knee over the ball. Get it on target, and you know we won the game. And he puts it over the bar, and everybody puts it. Around. Well, that
0: would. Have, that was a one goal. It was a one goal game. We were that evenly, uh, evenly yeah. matched. Um, Alan, Alan uh, Payne, he's put it in here. I boycotted the match on principle due to the pricing. First time I've missed a cut match. Mm, I, I, I think not going to a match because you can't afford it. Boycotting it if you're a real fan, which you are, Alan. We know that, and you know it's not a case of real fans going, but it, you know you'd have been regretting it like hell if we'd have won that three games to two. And, you know, for me and uh, Mel, for the two of us, and I'm the pensioner, it was 57 quid. Now we got our money's worth because of the extra half an hour, but uh, mm, boycotting a match due to pricing, but uh, a crowd, 7,300. I think even if the prices were half what they were, I don't think they'd have double, I don't think they'd have got a crowd above fifteen thousand. Ie double. Yes, they'd have got the extra revenue going through the uh, food and beverage side. But uh, Ian, do you think you know the pricing? Boycotting matches. Yeah, I mean, I know you live some distance away, but you know, if they'd have halved the prices, do you think they would have got double that crowd? I don't think so myself.
2: No, I don't, and I, I think a lot of it. With people though, it's anything to do with price. I'm sure Alan can afford twenty quid, but it's a uh, it's a matter of principle. I mean, I'll give you an example. Newcastle, um, five for a kid, ten for an adult. Fifty two thousand today for a game. The game that they lost actually. I think they lost against Cambridge. <laughs> they did. They lost one 0 to Cambridge. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think you've got when you're sitting, you've got to say, right, what is. Where what's the optimum pricing point? Because don't forget, we do get money off the EFL or the FA, sorry, for international coverage. I don't know how much it is. I'm going to look it up. 50k seems to stick in my mind because it's an early mm. kickoff, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Bearing in mind that whatever the gate comes to, we have to give uh, 45% of that. We only get 45% of it. 45 goes to Fulham. The rest goes to the FA for a pool, which is then Divided amongst all the clubs at the end of the season is very important. Um, So it's a principal thing. Do I think we'd have got double? No. And the way I look at it, five thousand at twenty quid or or ten thousand at a tenner is it comes to the same.
0: It's Um, price elasticity of demand at the end of the day, isn't it? You know, it's a
2: lot. Don't forget, it's a lot easier with all the nonsense it's about COVID, security, rotten weather, howling wind it's uh, uh, you know travel costs and all the rest of it um it's very much um it is very much uh, easier to do all that with a smaller attendance so they yeah. they've obviously sat down and thought about it and that's the decision they come up with and you have to respect it because we're all going to be saying well you know we want not have a um uh uh you know, we want to sign a striker, we want a midfield player, I, I want this, and what like, well yeah, but in you that's gonna be buying them it's the club. So I the know. club sets the price point where they want, and they live or die based on that. And well obviously live or die based on Steve Land's not waking up tomorrow morning and go, oh, I've had enough of this, I'll write off what I've lost. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. Mark, I thought the uh, pitch was in remarkably good condition, bearing in mind the bears were mauling around all over it last night. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it, it's, you know the Deso surface it, it does it does wear remarkably well, doesn't it? Um, so you know, so you know, I am glad they put that in. You know, it's, it's it's used at other places like Stadium NK and and another uh, other new grounds. So yeah, I mean, it helps. It really helps you know a passing game, and that's what we we saw today. Uh, you know, a, a Shoot, game of football. It, no, so there was no injury quid. time at the end of the first half, which was, you know, some first time I've seen this season. So, it yeah. helped, you know, helps the ball run, helps helps passing football, and that's we want what we want to see going forward, isn't it?
0: Yeah, see the ball no, on the ground. definitely. And you say what we want to see. I mean, we've <laughs> we've actually lost three out of the last four home matches. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. We've lost three out of the last four, but there's a genuine positive vibe coming i detect on the forum on twitter etc but we ain't doing too bad we ain't going to go down right we're not going to go down <laughs> famous last words but we're getting somewhere ian you know you people label you as the harshest one of the club's harshest cricket critics and us on this uh, podcast overall but we're starting to look as though we've got something going would you agree despite the defeat despite three defeats in four
2: What I would say is Let's see Um, Mm. In fairness We should have beaten QPR But you could say that about a few games Um, But other games We've won, for example QPR away We should have got battered Now when Mm. we played Fulham and got a draw at home Earlier this season, if they'd have beat us 6-1, we couldn't really have had any complaints So I'm, I'm just It's not a question of well, is it better than it was? Yes. But we're moving up from an incredibly low bar. And one thing Nigel Pierce has succeeded in doing since he's come in is lowering everybody's expectations. Mm. Because if you said to me, right, for example, I did a prediction on the Bristol City Forum of how we were going to do in the games leading up to um, Christmas. Now, the Luton game was cancelled. And so I included the Millwall one, or leaving it up to the January window. So I included the Mill one. Now I was predicting um, seven points out of the eighteen, and we got ten. Yeah. Now that that is better. that's progress. That yeah, that is that is better. It's not brilliant. Um, no. And 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 I think that. You know, um, somebody said on here, but Ian, you will lose games you deserve to win while playing kids. Yeah, so don't play them all at once, Alan, and don't play some of them out of position would be Mm. my answer to that. I'm all for playing, listen, I've told you before, I'm all for playing 11 Bristolians stroke 11 academy players, right? That is what I want. That's what Steve Lansdowne wants, so he's told me. But they have to be good enough. And if you look last week, Riley Towler, was absolutely exposed and that wouldn't have done that kid any good didn't do us any no. good. we could have lost the game so we need to be yeah play the kids but be realistic about it in, 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 in moderation if you, to get to, if you want to get the 53 points
0: and put the under 18s out there i don't give a monkey's yeah yeah but well the last four be, yeah let's be realistic
2: for God's sake! The
0: last, the last four games, they have all been at home. So it's three defeats in four, and look, it's likely to be four defeats in five next week up at up at Craven wife, Cottage. Well, no. got a good, got a good well,
1: record there, David. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, Mark. Mark, I was going to come come to you. You know, I spoke to you when in your car when you were driving home. You sounded pretty chipper, and you know there was a general just positive vibe I'm detecting. Yeah, even myself. You know, I sort of come out of that. But, well, we lost, but I was entertained. What did you think? I
1: think it's nice to see us play. You know, we can pass, we can pass and move the ball. You know, yeah. we've for, we've forgotten how we how, how City do that. But in an open in an open game that was low risk, we showed that we could compete. Yeah. We just got to put the ball in the net. We l- lacked a little bit of physicality in the final third as well in terms of getting go- goal side players. You know, and and our corners. Considering we are about fifteen or sixteen corners in the game, they they were pretty wasteful. Um, you know, we didn't put, we had 12 actually, we had 12, 12 corners in the game. You know, we, we, some of them were, were were a bit of a bit of a waste of time. So we, Matty James will be taking the corners next week, I think. Because,
0: uh, really? Because I uh, don't think he's that great, to be honest. All right. Eight, 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 and look, the other good stat that's coming out is 15 shots, eight on target. I mean, guys, yeah. we were down in single figures for that. All right. As I said at the start, let's let's look at individual performances because we're, you know, by this time next week we're going to be halfway through the January transfer window. All right. So first of all, in Max O'Leary. I think since he's come in for Bentley, he's shown enough to me to put himself down as, should Bentley go, as a viable number one. And if Bentley doesn't go, he's got that shirt until he makes a ricket. Ian, ask you first. Max O'Leary, you agree with me? He's earned the shirt and he deserves to stick with it. And if Bentley goes, yeah? What do you think?
2: He's, He's number one at the moment and he should stay number one. And just making one mistake shouldn't, because let's be honest, Dan Bentley's made mistakes and stayed in the team. Yeah. So on on current form, no problem with Max O'Leary.
0: Okay, that's good. Mark, what do you think?
1: He's been given a chance by uh, by Pat Nigel Pearson. He's taken it really well. That's quite comfortable on crosses, because that's really a measure of a of a good goalkeeper where they can dom- dominate their area, shot yeah. stopping. Very good. His distribution seems to be a bit better. You know, he, he can kick. The, seems to be able to kick the ball further and flatter uh, than Dan. Than Dan Bentley. Although we still go a little bit up in the middle uh, sometimes, and, and you know the ball's coming straight back at us. But his distribution is uh, is better than uh, is better than Dan Bentley. Which is you know, which you know you, you need good distribution in this league.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. definitely.
1: So he's he's earned it. He's number what he's number one, uh, and Bent gonna to have to get the shirt fight to get the shirt back off of him. It's gonna to be tough.
0: Yeah. Um, we started with a back three today. Callas, Atkinson, and Pring. Um just look at individual performances and then the shape. Um, Ian, for me, Callas, he, he wasn't captain, but he gave an all action captain's performance today. I thought it was very good getting Atkinson in. That game gave him some confidence. He played in the middle. I thought he did okay. He pushed up late on and was getting in a few uh, headers as we almost did a flinty type thing, pushing the big man up front. And Callum Pring, who signed that uh, contract uh, this week, um, he gives that physicality. You know, no no Zach Viner, he was available today. Um, Ian, that back three... Had a bit of everything for me, you know. And if you have Viner and Baker, well, one fit and one hopefully recovering, and Cundy, you know, that's a decent five to play that type of formation. Would you agree with that?
2: I think that uh camp- campering was good today. I think I thought Atkinson had his best game for quite a while, and Callas was decent. Um whether he goes back to four, two, three, one next week, which frankly I would do because we got a bit exposed late on in the wide areas again, which always bothers me, and that's where the goal came from, so yes I, I thought was um, yeah, my, my view is none of our defenders have done much wrong, I am worried uh, that we could really do with Baker next week, or even if you're just looking at physical size Kundi uh, against yeah. Mitrovic because he is one unit and and he's a quality unit as well. He's not just a head on a stick. Yeah. So um, you know, I, I thought all of uh, the back three did well today, the, and the only one I was quite disappointed with in midfield was Andy King.
0: Well, we come back. I say we're going to pick individual uh, individual players and and sections of the pitch. Uh, I'll ask the same questions you, Mark. You know, it had had a bit of everything there. I felt, yeah. And Ian suggests that they maybe won't play the same three next week they could do with more physicality but you know they're, they're a decent three in my view would you agree
1: yeah Atkinson, I mean, Atkinson was playing in the centre of, of the back three uh, this time and it looked pretty pretty balanced um, you know Cameron Pring and, and uh, Thomas Callas were able, able to go forward you know Pring Pring looked quite threatening. It's just, it's, I think it's just the, the, the final product. But it's good to split those those centre backs and and get and get them forward. Uh, that offers good good attack good attacking, attacking options. Yeah, um, I think we're struggling a bit. I mean, it, Atkinson looked like he got a knock at the end of the game. Um, how bad that is, I I don't know whether it was just it was just. Um, uh, stam—you know, stamina—but he did go down in the second half of extra time, and we are really struggling for players there. If we, you know, if, if it is only really Viner that can come in. I—I I think it might be too early for Kundi. I think he played against Sorin didn't he? In the end of twenty-three, to the Gloucester Cup this week. Yeah, and that was his first. Uh, first outing uh, since he's returned from injury, so I expect him to you know rack up a few more minutes uh, for the under 23s before he goes back in the first team yeah, squad. And I don't see, Definitely I don't see Baker to bring, to bring yeah,
0: in. Yeah, I don't see Baker. Well, we don't we don't know the detailed status of Baker. Um, let's look at the midfield then. Let's look at the the heart of the midfield. Ian, you started to say about King. I thought he was considering he was probably well one of the most experienced players on the pitch, but you know the one that has play consistently at the high level. I thought he was bang average today. Would you agree with that sentiment, Ian?
2: Yes, I would. Yeah. Um I thought if you want to talk about the midfield, I thought King was bang average. I thought Masenga was excellent. I thought yeah. Benaroos was alright, nothing special. And the same thing with Scott, even when he moved into the midfield. I think he was better than Benaroos, but I really don't like seeing the kid at right wing back and I wouldn't play him there next week, but it's better no. Pearson will. And O'Dowda look. you mentioned uh, Max's kicking. Is it, The tactic is to ping it flat to O'Dowd who wins the ball and flicks it on. And I yeah. think he did okay at that. Our crossing today uh, was was very wasteful. We had a lot of good opportunities to cross and I thought a lot of our crosses weren't that great.
0: Well, look, I... I... I don't rate O'Dowder at all, and I was just looking up his stats. This is his sixth season here, right? One hundred and forty-two appearances. This was appearance number one hundred and forty-two. Total number of goals: seven. Total number of goals in the last two seasons, right? Because I don't think he scored this season, has he? Yeah, no, 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 not like no. At
1: all, no.
0: <laughs> Total number of goals in the he got four in eighteen nineteen. The last two seasons, he's he's got one in each of those seasons. I think he's a waste of a shirt, right? And he doesn't do, you know, his crossing, right? When you consider what Nicholas Eliasson was like when he played, and certain other wingers that we've had down here over the years, you know, am I being harsh, Mark? Or not?
1: Because I think he's crap. There you go. I've said it. I mean, he's 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 uh, you know, in terms of goal scoring. I mean, we're we're throughout the midfield, we don't we don't score enough goals, or throughout the team, we don't. But he, yeah, he did. I mean, he was up against Dennis Adoy. He won a lot of corners uh, on the left. A few, quite a few corners on the left hand side. You know, with some block tackles from Adoy. But you know, he didn't cut back. And and if you look at the some of the balls that when he when he did get in, you know some of his, you know going for going for the going for a cross across the box, he could vary his crossing, pass the ball back, put his foot on the ball, come in on it on his right, just give the the back something to think about because he was always looking just to go on his left and play it across the box. And, of course, when he did get the chance, that was on his right foot, wasn't it? On the left-hand side, and he just had no... Blasted it over. Red Robin it. Red Robin just said,
0: Callum's a lovely lad, but six years at this level, your eyes tell you he's not ever going to be a top championship player. 100% right. Hanover Masengo, Mark, he almost got that elusive first goal, didn't he? Because if that one had got him, that was a decent save. That would have brought the house down, wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had a he had a great volley uh, in the first half, which just dropped over over the bar, and in the second half, he 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 drove a shot from the edge of the box, which uh, Tosin got his head to. In front, of, uh, in front of their goalkeeper and headed it over the bar. So, I don't think that... I thought it was going in the top corner until I saw it on the replay. It was probably yeah. more in the middle of in the, the goalkeeper. No, it
0: would been great for Something him if it, had, if it had gone in. And obviously, all the talk, the early part of the week was about a pen, potential move to the uh, Bundesliga and Freudberg, I think it was. And uh, whether we hang on to him remains to be seen. All right, let's move to the front two. Uh, Ian, Chris Martin... Naki Wells, my view, I thought Martin was okay, but his lack of, not lack of fitness, I mean, he's getting on a bit. There was one ball down towards a corner flag very, very late in the game, which he was chasing. He just didn't have the legs to get there. But I thought Naki put in a shift today. Um, He didn't get any chances. He he didn't squander any chances. He didn't get any. What were your thoughts on the starting front two?
2: I think it was a a decent starting front two that's worked before. Uh, particularly in that system, and they both needed to get minutes into their legs. Wells, mm-hmm. um, particularly, as a, more so than Martin. Um, I wouldn't. I'd start one of them next week if we go with a four-two-three-one, and that would be mm-hmm. Martin because simply because he's better. He's the only back-to-goal striker mm-hmm. that we've got at the club, and if we're not going to, Gregor has just said he doesn't think will sign a new striker or that Wells uh, will be off. Um, so I think that leaves us where we are, which is I think in terms of the quality of strikers and finishing we got, we're not going to see many goals. And one on Calamo Dowder, can I just add on Calamo Dowder? If yeah, you left on. him out of the team, if you left him out of the team, assuming you you, you play the same formation, who who goes into that position? Do you put Cam bring forward, bring Jader Silva in? What what do you do?
0: Well, you could play Semenyo can play left or right. So if you're going to have a so-called wide player, then you know you don't have to put Calamo Dowder in because he's not producing the end product anyway, right? But that's by the by. Mark, what did you what did you think of uh, the strikers who, who, today? Who comes
2: in? Uh, no, no, who I comes don't. in? Who co- all right? Who comes in? It's all right saying leave this bloke out, leave that bloke out, leave him out. He's crap. Well, I right.
0: said, I said, who comes in? Who Semenyo can in? play wide. Well, Semenyo can play wide left. He's popping up on the left a few times. I'm just saying, I don't see what Odada brings to the team. And as you say, you could push Pring forward and bring the silver in if you switch to a four. Yeah, but you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, you've got, people, you've got people like Tommy Conway with pace down the left. we come on to the subs in a second. But, uh, yeah, look, I know i got this thing about Callum and I don't think there's too many people disagree with uh, me on that. And you're not disagreeing with me, to be fair. You're just saying who to bring in. It would be nice to have a, a decent well, I, I uh, I, winger. But well, we let one winger, hang on, we let one winger go out on loan, didn't we? Seiku Jenner. You know, he's gone, but he's a winger. Would well, he have yeah. got a game today and he's still being around?
1: Yeah, you don't know. Well, I, think, yeah, I mean, I you can think, play. I think, you can. So I, I, can, I would not have any. I not have any bones of playing.
0: Of Sorry, Mark. What were you saying? I would not have any, but make it.
1: You know, I won't, well, I won't have any problem if we play Jade. If we were playing a back three, uh, or we could, play, or playing Campering is is a left sided centre back. A left, a left full back. We're playing Jade Silver further further up the pitch in in in. Well, uh, you know, in a, in a four, in a perhaps in a four-one, all four-one. Right, so uh,
2: Hang on, can I come in there? Jay De Silva, who scored, I think, one goal since he's been here and got about two assists. You're going to play him instead of O'Dowder.
0: Well, too bloody right, here, because Callum O'Dowder's got 142 games with seven goals. Well, this, he would, I mean,
1: it's it's an alternative. He offers you more. I mean, he's he 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 he, he, he will offer you greater strength down down the left side. There you go. He can play. he can play. Right. It, it left, it left. I want to talk. Well, I want to. Right to show, I want to talk about.
0: There. I want to talk about the the subs individually as well. But let me just let you have your say, Mark, on the forwards. You thought they did all right. They although they I football, well, Wells Martin, Wells
1: Wells ran the ran the channels really well. Um, I think it was a shame that we didn't see him in in the centre, but. Uh, uh, you know I thought I thought um Martin ran himself into the ground, especially when i mean Casey Palmer put that pace on that ball and you know nearly killed Chris Martin. Uh, yeah, in uh, in you know right at the end in end of the half chasing it down that was that end of game. But well showed for the ball on, on both for the left and the right channels looked pretty lively. Really yeah. wanting to see him, you know, given given the ball not having to having to look for it. But he was lively. I thought he had a good game. I yeah. you know I give him a seven out of ten. Our man the match yeah. today, no doubt from him he was campering eight out of ten.
0: Yeah, no, and he, yeah, you know, we've criticised. I've criticised Pring for uh, struggling to get through ninety minutes. He did hundred and twenty uh, today, and as you say, right, the amount of that, right. Let's get into the substitutes, right. Interesting. On seventy-one minutes, the ineffective Andy King, because he was, he didn't bring any leadership or anything like that, was replaced by Jada Silva, which allowed Alex Scott to move into the middle. Jade Silva essentially a left-footed player. I thought he had a crack in, well, 50 minutes, the last 20 minutes. And, you know, he was playing on the opposite side. I thought he did okay. And what did you think of De Silva in an unfamiliar right-sided wing-back role?
2: I thought he did very well until extra time came along. Um, And uh, then I think we got exposed uh, down the right and then the left. And that's where the goal came from. But up up until that point, he did better than I thought he would there because like you say, he is naturally left fitted. Jay Silva Silva's a nice little footballer, but he's yeah. he's not the he he's not the the if you want the flyer or the effective attacking player um that you need. And his height is a problem.
0: Yeah. What did you think, Mark? Uh, De Silva popped yeah, up on pleasant. the right. I, I thought he was good. His...
1: A pleasantly surprised. I mean, you can see how he can make runs even when he's playing tight to the line with two defenders in front in front of him. And you know when he came when he came on, we were we were on top of Fulham. Fulham started well in the second half and thought, oh here we go, they're going to dominate possession. Yeah. pennant's back in our half, but they yeah. didn't. We got on top of the game. We continually turned over the ball in their own half. Just couldn't just couldn't finish, yeah. and De Silva con- contributed to that greatly. Yeah, put six up, minutes. Put yeah, shift in. Yeah,
0: six minutes yeah. after that, uh, and Ian, one,
1: he made one run, didn't he? Where he, he did. I think he did a one-two with Masengo, and he yeah. pushed the defender. Oh, how it won a free kick! I don't know. I mean, he he didn't really. He should have hit the ball across the goalkeeper because he you know he stood up well at his near his near post and saved it with his feet for a corner. But he pushed him in the pushed him out the way. It was hilarious. Yeah,
0: to get um, to the ball. Um, Six minutes later, Ian. Uh, return of the Vanquished. KP forty-five. You know, there was us. We yeah. all said he'd never wear a shirt again. Uh, the P forty-five, right? He <laughs> <laughs> never put a shirt. Never put a shirt on for City again. But he came on twelve minutes plus extra time. He got a half. Um, what did you think? It came on for Benarus, who probably run himself out. But what did you think of uh, KP forty-five, Ian? I thought it was it was okay. He made yeah, a bit thought, of a difference, I
2: didn't thought, he? I thought he did his as, as well as as Belarus. Yeah, and he did better than King. Yeah. So whether the bloke's leaving or not, and I think we're going to find it particularly difficult because of his wages to move him out, unless we can move him some. Because he won't move down. He said he won't go. He won't go and play in League One. Yeah. So he wants a Championship club. If you look at the clubs that have been linked, QPR. It was confirmed on. Uh, London West, I think it's called West London Live. Their version of the uh, Bristol Live. The QPR aren't interested in Palmer. Yeah. They do want to sign a number ten, but they don't want Palmer. He had a very good game against Birmingham, and there was a couple of swap deals uh, mooted there. One was for the left back that Ashton tried to swap Masengo for on loan, and I really, really, really would want Christian Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. I, I, I'd rather go. I'd rather you went and played left back, um, or the centre half, the lad that got involved in the spitting.
1: Harley incident. Dean. Harley yeah. Dean. Yeah. German. German. he?
2: He's a, he's a half. Used to play for Brentford as well. He's a That's half right. Half decent Championship centre half who'll stick his head in, um, and he's so yeah. We could possibly do that, particularly if um, I think we've really got to look at. Um, centre back as one position because if yeah, if Cundy isn't going to play and, and he's never played in the championship, um, although he played 30 odd games in League One, which Riley Towler hasn't, um, and if Baker is out and we're going to play a three, what the hell do you do if Calas
0: gets injured? Well, we are buggered, we, we, we are buggered if that happens, yeah, we, we are buggered, and that's that one
2: happens. player, that's one player, that's not the team. No. So uh, I think we've really got to look at uh, – I could see that deal that deal happening because uh, Arlie Dean's got to be earning a decent money at Brum because uh, he was at a decent money side. And I him. saw somewhere Sorry.
0: on Twitter that they're about to sign somebody themselves. Birmingham, centre-half, is going to join them. I can't remember who it was, and I saw it earlier earlier today. Let's We'll talk about transfer of speculation in a minute. I mean, Mark, Semenyo uh, came on, well, for extra time for Chris Martin. Uh, I thought he was okay uh, Tommy I'm not going to comment on Andy Viman because by then the game you know was 10 minutes left um, but Conway he he looks useful and you know the way he tipped it round. you said I think it was you that said the goalkeeper feathered it away but he had two mm. great chances so the two youngsters come in on Semenyo and Conway they didn't disgrace themselves did they
1: no, I think with with Conway, I think it was just a little bit of a mismatch physically, but he certainly yeah. put himself about. I mean, he had that chance, and then I think Tosin kicked the ball up in the air behind him, and it bounced in front of Semenyo, and he, he, he snatched a shot. Loads of the goal keep, goalkeepers left. He just didn't get it in the corner. It was too com- comfortable for him. Yeah, but he, I mean, so, and Semenyo came on, of course. He took that ball through the middle to play to play uh, uh, Conway through. And you know, just shows what we can offer. That it was having somebody to, to create clear cut chances today through the middle. We just didn't didn't have that enough. And then somebody to stick him in the back of the net. We know Conway can finish. He got that goal up at Mill, didn't he? When he went one on one with the goalkeeper. It was a shame that we gave up after that and lost four one. But yeah, I know, he, he he can score goals. Yep. And none of those pla oh, those the, those academy players that came in. Uh, I think Tyler aside. Bit unfortunate. I think that game. I'm sure he'll get an, he'll get another chance. He will need another loan. Have acquitted themselves really well, and this was a good you know good chance to get some some minutes uh, from Conway. I don't know whether it was because Naki Wells had run his run his course, but yeah, Tommy came on. He he, he did okay. Put himself about, and he he won't fear playing in. You know, in, in 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 league games, and that's what yeah. we need. You know, Pearson is not afraid to blood youngsters. We've had no. plenty of managers uh, over the years. You know that that wouldn't do that. <laughs> Gary Johnson and even Steve Cotterall, with players like Wes Burns and uh, Johnson with Christian Rivero, just wouldn't give them any minutes. But when they came into the team, they did well. They
0: never let them down. They never let them down. Ian, um, Tommy Conway, uh, I thought he was good, and I I put and they're not the same player, but I put Conway Bell and. Um, Pearson as a little trio, yeah. And, you know, some of them are the, you know, Scott and uh, Benner is probably the same age as those, but Conway, um, Ben, and Pearson, they're all m- not much of a muchness. What I was going to say, to me, yeah, I don't even know what they look like, you know, sh- 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 sad saying that really. So yeah, I'm but they're young. two legs and a head. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but Con- <laughs> of that little trio, Ian, Conway, is a star. He's got. He has got something about him, hasn't he, Tommy Conway? And if he'd have got that goal and won the game for us, then you know it would have put his name uh, well and truly up there as another exciting young prospect.
2: Yeah, yeah, it would, Dave. But uh, the, the question you got to ask yourself: Are they currently ready to play Championship football week in and week out? No. And um, the answer, No. I, and by that I mean start in the team. Because look, you you could put. A really good amateur player on the bench bring him on for ten minutes, he look all right. You know, I'm talking about perhaps the best striker in the National League. He'd come on for ten minutes, you'd think, well, I mean, this kid's good. But it's that week in and week out thing. Yeah. And if we're gonna play football and we're gonna play down the channels and all the rest of it, then I I think we've we've probably got we're we're not strong enough right through the team we're not strong enough at the back We're uh, uh, especially the middle uh we're not strong enough i think it right back right stroke, right wing back we're not strong enough in midfield and we're not strong enough up front and and it yeah. depends what you want to do if you just if it's just oh let, let's just survive let's do that which is going to put everybody on a downer you, you know, if we scrape
0: it... Well, no, if we have another season run, like this, if we have another season like this, then the crowds will tumble, yeah? Because you've yeah, always got to be looking and for progression. You, Simple as that.
2: Yeah, you've you've got to... It's all right saying, saying, well, we're better than we were last season. Well, last season, we were abysmal. And if the season had gone on a month longer, we'd have been relegated. Yeah. So yeah. being better than that is no, oh, is no credit. I think being... Like, okay, it's a oh, credit, but uh, it, it's not you don't get much off me for saying, well, we're better than awful. So okay, yeah. instead of being a two out of ten, we're now a five. I don't yeah. want to watch five out of ten. But I think but 10 I 10 think
0: football. a lot of us would settle for a seven and a half come eight, and that would be flirting with the playoffs and not have these massive seasonal swings of doing really well, and then capitulation, which at the end of the day contributed to Lee Johnson's downfall because first half of most of the seasons that he was fully in charge, we were right up there and we fell away badly. Yeah, and people want to see at home if we were winning 14 of our 23 home games each season, maybe less so away. You know, there was a bit more of a balance like that. Winning 14 at home, playing decent football, and you know, all three games, QPR Millwall and this, yeah, have been I didn't see the Huddersfield game, but played decent matches. And we were flirting between ninth and fifth, yeah, but other clubs always had that bit more. If we had three seasons of doing that, that to me would be um, that, that to me would be progress. Um, I, I want to make a suggestion about looking at the side for next week up at Fulham, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then we'll we wrap it up in a second. But just listening to what everybody's been saying, to me, right, this is this is my predicted, not my predicted. Well, it is a prediction, yeah, because it's not what the lineup <laughs> will be, uh, right? Unless we're, unless think, we're it's happening. I think <laughs> I think next week um, we should line up. I think we should play. This is going to be controversial to a point. I think we should line up with a back three of Viner, Callas, and Atkinson, right? Okay. Now, Atkinson got a bit of confidence back, but I wouldn't want him on his own on the right. So if you look at the middle, and then I'm going to go from left to right rather than right to left. If you look at the middle, then I'm going to put Pring in front of Atkinson. I'm going to bring Matty James in for... Andy King, Hanno Masengo picks himself. Right, this is a controversial bit. I'm going to play Jay in the position that he played for 45 minutes today, and then I'm going to put Alex Scott in for Benarus, and then up front, it's obviously going to be Semenyo and Viman. It probably wouldn't be those two. Right. Ian, tell me what's wrong with with that 11.
2: Uh, if you'd you, you like to, uh, rather than tell you what's wrong, I will tell you afterwards, but or, or later on. Um, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd play four, two, three, one. i would play O'Leary in goal, Pring, Atkinson, Callas, Viner, Masengo in James in midfield. Semenyo on the right Voiman in the middle and Mm O'Dowda on the left of the front uh, of of the front three if you want to call it and Martin is the point to the spear that's what I'd start with Mm -hmm. and then you've got you've got options to bring on but we cannot get overloaded in wide areas otherwise we're going to get a right boning up there Uh, Mm. and and to the people that I've been uh, bantering or texting with on on the, the timeline. Thanks for the input. But if you say Kundi's never going to play, uh, he's out of contract next year. So you either release him now, or sell him, or loan him to somebody. Uh, now that he's fit, who's this Ian? Kundi. Well we can't So Baker. So Baker, we think we're out for the. A lot of people are saying he's going to be out for the season. There has been no decision made. On that, he is out for the season. But Pearson himself says he's had a very serious injury, so I don't expect to see Baker any time soon. So no. gundy has gone, Baker's gone. You want to? You, Dave, have said you want to play three at the back. Yeah. Okay. But I'm Alex not. Gets but, injured. That's,
0: yeah. No. All it's right. One no player. If, one yeah. player
2: gets injured, and you're buggered.
0: All right. So, so then that so- that that makes a case for signing Harley. That makes a case for signing Harvey Harley Dean on loan. Then doesn't it?
2: You, you, yeah, because if you, you go out and you get him, all,
0: yeah, because yeah. Tomo said Tomo said on here that if we lose Kalas then we will end up in a relegation scrap.
2: Well, we could anyway, but it's not going to be... Um, uh, it's, it's not going to be much better than that unless we can keep every single key player fit. And I doubt we would do that between now and the end of the season. But we do need between this window and the summer window, depending on who leaves, we need to bring in at least six players. And um yeah. and six first team players. I'm not talking yeah. about what is the future or
0: No, no, they gotta be better like than we gotta be better than what we got. And as we said on the last couple of pods, to get better than what we got, we can't afford that. Um Mark, um Ian gave his alternative view. I'm sorry, any side that has got Canamo Dowder in it, when you're up against it, right, which we will be at Fulham, we all know what a pitch is like at Craven Cottage, you know, they'll run hard, you know, it's a compact little pitch, right? Yes, yeah, narrow, um, narrow and that's That good. side that I've named there, right? As I say, Viner Callis Atkinson, Jay on the right, Pring on the left, yeah. Hano James, Scott Semenyo Viman, I think that looks good. Because, you know, you've got a defensively minded... You've got you've got the height of Viner behind Jay, but he can still defend. And you've got the physicality of Pring in front of Atkinson, yeah. who may be still lacking a little bit of confidence. In the middle, Hanoa and James. In the hole, Scott. And Semenya and Wyman, more likely it'll be Martin and Wyman. Yeah? But you've got to have... You know, you've got to have some physicality. And... I think, to me, just based on that 45 minutes, on the opposite side to every other game we've seen in play, I think Jay De Silva is worth a start next week. What do you think, Mark?
1: I think you could play him in front in front of Cam Pring. I mean, there's, I think there's a case. We played better in the second half of a three than we did with a four against, um, against Millwall, where they exposed us through the middle. Because Riley Tower obviously wasn't wasn't ready, but we did lose the ball too easily in midfield. So I think that there is a good case for playing a four two three four, three one, and we did that at the start of the season, and Masengo looked great. Um, that means that we can play. Uh, and uh, play Semenyo wide, wide, wider on the on the free, and he's much better there than he would be down the middle. Yeah. Uh, I, I,
0: I All right,
1: it gets really him in, the side. Yeah, gets his, in the side. Yeah, it gets Semenyo in the side. Yeah, because the manager's back to goal. I mean, yeah, I, look- I, I, yeah, with Callum, I don't think. I mean, defensively, if you if you had uh, some like the, the silver there, he would certainly offer you more strength, and then he could drop back.
0: And he can hold uh, the ball, in, as in, we saw he today. Could, he can. He, pro- well, he could provide
1: more he could provide more defense defensive cover uh definitely definitely on one on one side um and you know if you're going to play some like Alex Scott for god's sake don't play him uh, wide on, on don't
0: the don't like, play him wide ringback I mean him, Scott and, and Callas. sorry him. Scott and uh, Viner um playing like that that that's got that's got weakness written all over it um one transfer that's been uh, mentioned on here, somebody's put in a transfer request, not the one at Rotherham we're all linked with, but Freddy Lapardo always seems to be on the score sheet. Ladapo, is it? Yeah. Uh, Ian, yeah. what what, what would you think if we he's put in a transfer request because we've tapped him up rather than the other Rotherham bloke? He ain't going to cost a lot of money, but he's not somebody that's going to play championship football week in, week out. And is he any better than what we've got when you look at the likes of Conway, Semenyo? Or push in for a start, if not actually starting.
2: Ladapo would do a job for us for, yeah. for for a season or two. Wouldn't cost a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> um, and he's one of a number of players. The first thing we got to decide is how are we going to play. In other words, we're we going to play bush football, or are we going to pass mm-hmm. it like we did for periods today? I prefer the passing it. Um, and so that my comments don't get taken out of context, because lots of people like to do it and then say, <laughs> Ian said you've got to go and get Jameel Matt. And go and going, yeah. <laughs> morons, please, I, I, if you're going to write it, write, hang on, morons, if you're going to write it, write it in context. What I said is, if we're going to play whoosh football, smash the big diagonal, a la John Beck Cambridge, add some of Neil Warnock's teams, not all of them. If we're going to smash the big diagonal, then go out and get players that fit that system. I actually yeah. don't like seeing teams play like that. So don't smash no. the big diagonal. But the thing is... No, and the f- I can yeah. see Lada- Ladapo and Semenyo playing next to each other, up front, and giving teams a really hard time with Weiman in behind. Now, yeah. it's an alternative. I'm not saying... Uh, Ladapo's a far better player than Wells, but what I'm saying is, it, it, if we're going to play the ball down the channels, he's bigger and he's quicker, and it, he's he's a player that would do for a season or two while we go th- through the, uh, yet another transition that everybody's telling me about. Yeah, that we've lost a fortune. You know, yeah, that's all I, I, I I've here. got to remember when
1: we when we, we when we started last season when we won those first four games. We played two number eights, didn't we, behind Martin and Wells and we were playing three five two and it was about getting crosses in and you know, we had a big man, little man and Martin and Wells complemented each other very well. And and that's why we, we, we got those four wins. Not all deserved, but we, we were clinical. Yeah. Because we yeah. had a great we had a great front pairing and we had a, we also had players behind like Vineman who could contribute as well. It was yeah. bold. eventually it eventually did work out, but we started you know, it, it can it can work, and I think you know a player that, that's he's a bit of a journeyman player, but he's he scored twelve goals this season uh, for Rotherham, who who always seemed to get relegated but bounced straight back. You know, very good in the transfer market. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? I'm resigned personally, unless we trade players that we're not going to bring anybody in. Because I, don't gonna be, I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to be excited. Got this aversion. To sign in players on loan, which I think is wrong. In the, I think in the January window, you have to you know bring in players on on loan are a bit lower
0: risk. Uh, yeah, but you don't opposition. want to bring you in turkeys need... like Lucas Dioni or for that matter. Yeah, yeah, or Ryan
1: or Ryan Kent, who, who had new life when he went to Rangers. But I think yeah. you do need defensive cover because well, we need to wrap. Thomas Callas up in cotton wool because I think I wouldn't agree that we'd, we'd get relegated without him. The
0: question there is then, the question there, the question there, if you want to wrap him up in cotton wool, is then why play him today when you could have played Zach Viner right over three? It would have been very, 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 very inexperienced, yeah? yeah? Maybe he said, I want to play, yeah? Because, you know, he was in the starting line. He's, you know, of all the players that could do with a rest... Callas might have been the one. Guys, just to just to wrap up, um, Pearson, his overall, a couple of people have commented on this, his overall demeanour on the touchline now, and you know, you, the way he was exchanging with the players, you know, he had his arm around Casey Palmer when he sent him on, talking to him. He seems more animated, yeah? He seems more on it. Ian, do you agree with that? Do you think we're starting to see a 100% fit Nigel Pearson? I know you say he set the side up wrong last week, so whilst he was praised for getting it right against Millwall, he was only putting right his wrongs, but just general demeanour, pitch side, and what have you, you know, and he's got um, Curtis Fleming, and is it Alex Ball, two coaches, there seems to be interaction going on, do you think you know, something, we're seeing a bit more of the real Nigel Pearson now?
2: I I think he's better in terms of his physical health, I think that's a big help, because of you know, when people are trying to chat to you and you're sick, um, it, it's horrible, isn't it? You know, you don't want to talk to anybody. You hate the world. You hate yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think that doesn't help. And I think, yeah, I think his overall demeanour. I did a Nigel then, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think his overall demeanour is better. He was talking after the game today. I know it was on the uh, the official site, and that's that's never. Probing questions, is it? But nope. he did say, "Oh, the, about the stuff that he liked, and how excellent campering was, and how well yeah. they'd all done." And and, and there was no, there was nothing really. You couldn't dislike how we played today. You couldn't no. dislike anybody in the team. You couldn't. It, was just, it wasn't one of those no. games. Well, you couldn't dislike
0: the do. last three games. Yeah, we've lost, I- ignoring no, the Huddersfield uh, game. You could not. We and. You say is Pearson a route one merchant, or as some people have said, I think somebody on Twitter uh, always right is it who puts he's a budget warnock? I think that's an insult to Pearson. To be fair, no, but I, I don't. I don't think we, that, we've played we football. Have we have playing. played. We've tried to play football, haven't we? Yeah,
2: yeah. The last, the last few games, yeah. There's been too much direct stuff. Now, whether that was the players not being able to do what Pearson wants, because but basically, it's, we've got more or less the same team out there. Um, yeah. So they seem capable of doing it. Um, we haven't got, look, we haven't got a team that's going to get up in the Premier League anytime soon. And most people are saying, well, like I think Tomo said on there, let, let's stay up. OK, which is where my expectation lies. And it probably, unless we do something that, I, that really surprises me in this window and in the summer... That is where my expectation. Um, yeah, uh, that is where my expectation remains. However, results. You know, we need to pick up the twenty points. We need to stay up out of the sixty-three that are left yeah. on offer. Now, I would hope we we're good enough to do that, and uh, and and that is what I hope. Now, if you're saying, would you like to put your house on it? No, I wouldn't. No. Um, but I wouldn't put put my house on us going down either. No. So no. I think, but I just, I just want people. Just you know, especially when you're talking about the young kids, because I've seen this before, and I've, it's oh, he's in the academy. He's from Bristol. He's brilliant. And then they go off, and you can we can all remember the lads that have come through the team. And he's going to play for England. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. He's a local yeah. lad. He's brilliant. And. Is the expectation level rises and they can't live with it, and and I don't want to do that, and I don't want to wear out the likes of Scott Benarus, and and all the rest of it. And I think the no. other lads like Tommy Conway need some time out on loan. They they they, they need time to to play that. Towler is the same. Needs to play two seasons out on loan. Yeah, lead one, lead two. Well, if we, yeah, and, and, let me, let me get, let me, better.
0: yeah, let me uh, let Mark have uh, his final say. Mark, I said uh, Pearson is, um seems as though he's got his mojo. He seems very animated, you know, probably one of the most animated managers we've, uh, we've, we've, we've seen uh, of late. Um You know, it all goes well for the future, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think the good thing today was we were winning a lot of second balls, um, we, we know it's made made a nice change. I mean, we, we've all said yeah. some, of the, some of the things, you know, you know getting to the ball, putting everything in, putting in a shift is the minimum requirement. Yeah. But I think, we, you know, we show what we can do. The problem is with with uh, results business, it can change in an instant. You just lose a couple of games, then you're on a downward spiral again. So we've just, we've yeah. got to pick up some results. Next week, well, we used to say it's a, it's a free hit, but a draw would be nice. And then we've got, Cardiff on the twenty on the on the twenty second, uh, uh, you know a, a home game twelve thirty kickoff. Be nice to win that. I think we got a rearranged game against Luton on the twenty. Few days
0: after that, and I then think we winning
1: play, we play Preston away. Yeah,
0: and I think winning. Win
1: again. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I think winning against Cardiff is imperative, particularly as you've mm-hmm. rightly pointed out. There's two tough away games after that. Guys, been a great pod. It's not been a bad day, even though we lost. Uh, Ian but, Mark.
1: But the thing is, the thing is, David, we're happier. Forever Bristol we're a lot you know, you know, I just want to say all, all, our viewers in Iran, all our listeners in Iran who are listening.
0: Yeah, uh, thank you, know. you to all of those. And Ian, thank you. <laughs> Have a great weekend. What's left of it? And you, Mark, we'll be back next week, Take as care. you say. It's a free hit against Fulham. Thanks to everybody that's uh, tuned in and with their comments, Tomo and others on there as well. Tomo says as Liverpool scout there today, assumes he's watching Alex Scott. We shall see. Will there be any transfer activity next week? We don't know, but if there is, we'll certainly talk about it next Saturday after the trip to Craven Cottage. Thank you for listening to Forever Bristol City podcast. Good night, all.
1: Thank you, good night, and God bless. Cheers, Dave. Bye bye.
2: minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order mcdelivery now in the mcdonald's app you in Our participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery and times supply see mcdonald's.com how old up what was that